Hi, everybody. It's Jacqueline Kitzman from Awakened Tarot. The Instagram and the podcast have the same name. It makes things easier for me and hopefully easier for you, too. Thank you for joining us again today. Again, the love and support and response to the podcast continuously humbles and blows me away. And I'm so thankful for all of you. Today, tonight, it's dark outside. I have a guest on who happens to be one of my very best friends here in Nashville, um, who I have also had the privilege of being able to give a deck of tarot cards to and and teach a little bit. And they're another person that is just really connected with their spirituality just so fast. Um, And just like, you know, I think tarot gave them a way to further express that, but they were already a person who was so deeply connected to their intuition and this natural rhythm that goes into paganism that I'm just really excited for you guys to get to meet Robin April. Hi. Hi, Robin. Thank you for doing this so last minute. (laughs) It's amazing. I like to wing everything I do. I, so Robin is actually at my house to um, her and my husband Gabriel do songs together. Robin is an amazing songwriter and singer here in Nashville, and has wrote some of my very favorite songs. And Gabriel produces her. And then she was coming over, and I said, "Hey, wait, while you're here, can you give me thirty minutes of your time?" So here is Robin. Here I am. Can you tell us just a little bit about your spiritual journey and your um, experience with tarot? <clears throat> so. With tarot, I never really knew anything about it, even growing up. But as an adult, when I started kind of getting away from, like, my family, Can you tell people what you used to call it? Tarot. Tarot. (laughs) I tweeted, like... say it. I tweeted two weeks ago, how many of you pronounce tarot like carrot? And Robin goes, me until, like, last year, Okay. Listen, my families are hillbillies. So that's what we called it. It was devil worshiping in my house and tarot cards. Tarot cards. They'll never hear this. It's fine. All right. So continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, Yeah. So I was really interested in tarot cards um, as an adult, but it overwhelmed me because I just... I'm one of those people that can't get into anything myself until someone tells me to do it. (laughs) So with Jacqueline, she was like, you got to do this. You got to try it. And then I came over. She did a couple of reads for me and I was hooked. And then I couldn't decide which deck I wanted. And so I would never buy one. And she was like, you know what? Here you go. And then now me and the tarot cards talk like old buddies all of the time. Talk would, like old buddies. Yeah, we have a we have a journal and every single read I do, whether it's for me or for a friend or just for fun pulling a card for the day, I write it down so that I I can always know what well, I Well, you're doing. a massive journaler. I am. Like you came in a few weeks ago into this house with ten years worth of songbooks. Yep. Gabe Gabe has just brought them over in front of our faces. So, yeah, um, Tara's pretty new to me. My goal in life is to have them all memorized like Jacqueline does and can just be like, oh, Oh that's what this is about. Like, literally earlier today, I was like, what's that one card with the girls and it's all youthful and funny? And (laughs) Six of Cups. Yeah, and we like that card. It's cute. We like that. that was actually Robin goes, I don't want to get and apparently this is a theme. Everybody has said this to me. I don't want to get any boring cards. And I was like, why do you people keep insinuating? And she goes, well, you know, like that one card with the kids and all those cups. 
And I go, the Six of Cups? She goes, yeah, it's cute, but I want Satan. Literally. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. The devil and the death card, I love when those show up. Well, that's because you're a Persephone person. I am. It's amazing. Speaking of which, are you ready? I'm ready. To see what cards you get? <clears throat> if it's not the fucking Six of Cups, I tap I out. would I would laugh so hard. I've actually, well, we'll see. We'll see. So the card we are going to chat about today, Robin April, is, oh. They like to scream at me and just pop Oh, out. God. Hold on. That's That was like 19 cards that fell out. So we're going <laughs> to. Just... A lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The card we're talking about is the two of cups. Okay. We got a cuppy. We got a cuppy. <laughs> so the two of cups is a really, really sweet card. It's a card that comes up in regards to um, my wonderful sweet bald and bearded husband, Gabriel. Um, <laughs> the first guest on this podcast, he's not happy. He literally just like pretend died in a seat. Robin April, how do you feel when you pull the two of cups? When it comes up for you, how do you feel? Well, considering that I have never pulled this card in the whole time I've done tarot, I'm not sure. So let's learn about it today. You've never pulled no, it? What I've does never that pulled, mean? I don't know. I pull a lot of wands when I do tarot. Like, it's the, always wands or it's, um... Well, you're a very stuff. queen of wandsy. What are you tapping? The circly cards with the stars. I don't know the names of these. See? I suck. I don't memorize anything. The circly anything. cards with the stars. And when I pull a cuppy card, I'm like, look, a cuppy. Like, see, you know? Okay, don't so to me. the circle. I'm not the professional. The circle. Yes, you are. That is the point. The circle cards with the stars are called pentacles. Okay, that's right. Yes. Great job. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank you. I really never pulled this card in the whole time I've done tarot, though. Well, that's really exciting. So let me kind of explain what the imagery is for people who are in their cars and legally should not be looking at tarot cards um, <laughs> while operating a vehicle. So in this card, it is two humans and they are each holding a cup and up above them is a lion head with wings. And what is coming out of the lion's neck is a catechist. Do you know what a catechist is? No idea. Okay, Miss Greek mythology. Actually, it is the, the you'll see this on almost every single hospital. That's what I was going to say. It reminds me of something medical, but it I was is. like, it's tarot. Why are we talking about medical? Well, that is. So actually, the me so medicine has kind of taken on this symbol in regards to healing. It's also Hermes's staff. It's made of two snakes they wrap up in a catechist. Hermes is the god of messengers. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's kind of like the assistant god. Yeah. He just does a lot of shit for, for Zeus, wherever he's told mm -hmm. to go. Um, takes a lot of shit, we should say. Takes a lot of shit. <laughs> he's got some fancy shoes. So <laughs> in the Two of Cups, I guess I'll start out with kind of what twos are in regards to tarot. Twos are choice and mirror of self. Twos are about going inside and having this moment of um, almost like recognizing the self in an issue. Yeah, like a number is 22. Well, there you go. Isn't that tattooed to your wrist? It sure is. Well, there we go. There we go. Is that one of the Jonas Brother ones? It is. Okay. Just had to check. Robin is a, <laughs> Robin is a stan girl. She is as Penny Jonas. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> like down to the curly blonde hair as it gets. <laughs> wow, this is gonna be out for everyone to hear. I'm sorry. Do you want? Jordan wanna... won't hear it either. It's fine. I love Nick Jonas. 
Let's move on. Okay, we'll just slip that in there. <laughs> okay, well, so the Two of Cups, you could say, is almost like uh, some people will pull it in regards to friendship and relationship very often. Um, I will actually pull this in regards to self-love. So actually, the two people here, if you look at them, this is actually the high priestess. And this person right here is a page. I was going to say one looks more, like, fancy than the other person. And I would I would assume Are that... Are you being classist with these cards, Robin April? Nope. I'm just saying <laughs> the one in the blue looks like it's helping the one in the yellow. Okay. That was, that's what I would look at that and think. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So this card is about companionship and help. And healing, whether or not that is for... So when I pull this for Gabriel, like in regards to how is our relationship doing, and I pull the two of cups, it instantly calms me down. It's a, oh, this relationship is one that is feeding each other. We are giving each other cups and we're both drinking from them. We fill each other and we heal each other. If I'm pulling this card in regards to what do I need to do to make me feel better, and I pull this card... It's potentially saying, hey, you need to go inside. You know that there's a problem and you need to seek help, whether that's right. talking to Gabriel or talking to your friend or talking to a therapist. Wow. That's yeah. nice. It is. Do you know what the suit of cups, the element aligned with it is? Mm -mm. So cups hold. I don't memorize anything. That's okay. But cups hold. If you were going to put something in a cup, it would be... Water. Yes. So the element that rules cups is water. And water is about the subconscious and the dream world and your feelings, your intuition. And these things are all ruled by the waves inside of us. Emotions. Yes. So we're pushed and kind of pulled. And so when we're dealing with the suit of cups, we're also kind of dealing with what astral body that pushes and pulls water and waves. Has a lot of power. What did you just ask me? <laughs> I, I heard that last half, but what was the first? Where did you go for like 30 seconds? I was seconds. staring at the card. I, I was talking about the moon. <laughs> Robin, you just, you were like, I'm not even, am I even on a podcast? I was I'm, literally looking <laughs> at the little house the in the background and I was like, this is a really nice card. So you, so you saw the little house in the yes. background. What is that? What do you think the importance of the tiny house in the background is? Um, Having some place to go, home, yeah. whether obviously would be yourself or a friend or a person. Or finding another person that feels like home. Yeah. What an astute observation, because can I tell you something? Sure. I have, so I, so <laughs> I have never noticed that there's a fucking house <laughs> in the you back of this me? Car. No. It's a little house with a red I, roof. There are two houses. There are. There's a house with a teeny tiny roof on a hill, and then a little bit further down the hill, like sledding distance, there's another goddamn house. There's two houses. Yeah. That card reminds me of a sunny day. Like a like friends. Like what? Going to the house. Going sunny day. <laughs> like That's what friends. I'm thinking of. <laughs> I zoned out thinking that. And what you're a like... cool and interesting fucking thing. See, okay, with the Smith Rider way, note to self, and also note to all of you who also didn't know there were two goddamn houses on this card, pay attention to the backgrounds, because apparently that's I always pay attention to the background of the cards, which confuses But apparently me not the front of the card. No. You were like, two people with a catechist, great, look, a lion with wings. All I saw were houses. Teeny tiny little house. <laughs> all I saw were houses. They look like they have fireplaces. 
This is incredible. Yeah, so there are two houses. So that's two places that can feel like home. It's about finding home in yourself and with others. If you can find home in yourself, you can help others find their home. Would you say that that's part of the importance of having two houses? Yeah. There? That is very interesting to me. It could be a, um, a thing where it's like you are being that to somebody else and someone else is that to you. Yeah. Yeah, it's about... It is definitely, especially in the Two of Cups, about finding that partnership, learning to be a friend to yourself, of course, because tarot is always internal first, but then also learning to be a friend to others. This card also comes up a lot in for me in regards to reaching out to source, to that higher energy about, hey, if I, if, like, um... If I have a question on something and I'm doing a reading and it's like, what do I need to do next? And I pull this card, it almost always means go to source. Right. Go to this to this high priestess, this inner being that gives you this information, this channeling, because that is where the that is where that is what knows you the most. Yeah. That's what's guiding you. This makes me want to think of like pulling this card makes you feel like you're not alone no matter who you're thinking of or what you're drawing upon. That is such a beautiful sentiment. You're right. You're not alone. You're always, you have a yeah. home in yourself. Yeah. You have two homes. <laughs> two <laughs> homes in the woods. You have your brain in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> two homes. Um, Something about this card being like a sunny day. It's like a happy, like a home. A home can be a friend or like yourself. And if the home is yourself, like this card can be a reminder to tr- to like, allow yourself to have happiness. Yeah. And that could mean letting go of the things that hurt you to heal. Mm -hmm. And whether that's what you keep saying, like using a friend or like using yourself. And this, this card makes me think of like aiming for happiness because we all know it's not a destination like home is, but on the road to home, you meet your friends along the way and you meet are you More writing about a, yourself? Are you on a podcast or writing a song right I now? I don't know exactly, but that's what this is making <laughs> you me went, think. You went like from oh fuck, I don't know, straight to like <laughs> the most profound goddamn. Yeah, like there's a reason why they're on a road and not at their home because mm-hmm. to get to a healing spot and to get to happiness or to home, whether that whatever that means to you, you have to get go along on the journey first. That's a really beautiful thing. So So. if you, what do you think then, Robin April, the significance is of you never pulling this card? Um, I feel like I'm a very self-aware person all of the time. And I I think like I don't look for, like if I'm asking for help or if I'm reading cards, I'm never usually asking for help in this realm of the world. I try very hard to remain happy or do things that make me happy. And like most of the time when I'm reading a card and I need help, it's about like money or like stress Mm -hmm. and anxiety. It's not, it's not necessarily about like how I think of myself or really about the relationships that I hold. And I think at the end of the day, whether I'm stressed about money or my job or whatever, I know that I have a home in my friends and myself and Mm -hmm. my lover and my dogs and whatever else you're a very loyal human like a very very loyal and self-assured human and that is one of the things i love so much about you for me i pull this card pretty frequently it's not a huge secret i think for anybody that i have mental health like i deal with depression and anxiety and i have kind of a traumatic 
past in childhood. And I was a person, speaking of houses, that their house growing up was not a safe place. So there were a lot of times that um, I wasn't able to be in my house and feel good and had to find other people and other ways to find safety. And so when I pull this card, it's almost like a reminder of the safe place that I'm in now. Or this, where you've gone and where you've came from. Or where I've gone and where I've came from. <laughs> Thank you, Oz Road. Yellow Brick Road, look. Yes. Literally. Thank you for understanding that. <laughs> but it's it's so much about reaching out for help. And it is because the only reason I am alive right now was because I decided to move to Nashville and start seeking therapy to help with my eating disorder. That's the only reason I've made it, and it was through that seeking of help that I found internal peace and was able to find peace and love and stability and loyalty in others and trust Gabriel, who is a magnificent human. And so the Two of Cups is so much for me about this willingness to share intuition and emotion and feeling, not just with the self in regards to healing, but also with others and finding a safe place and making that place that you're in. I think it's important to note with that sentiment in mind that the characters on this card are, while they are different, they're not helping each other in where one looks lesser than the other. They're equal beings. Mm -hmm. So whether you're looking at yourself in this or a friend, it's important to note that your resilience and, like, the traveling to your home, like... It's when you put good things into the world and when you're putting good things into your relationship, it equals out. So that is an amazing point because the next thing that I wanted to talk about in regards to this card is that the Two of Cups can very often serve as a reminder that we are not separate from divinity. We are humans and we are divine. We are soul energy and we are earth. And we are these two things come together in this beautiful way in almost this tangled together, catechist right. kind of way, where that humanness and that soulness keeps us standing. It keeps us going. And in the Two of Cups, with this little winged lion <laughs> flying over us, it's a reminder that there's power in those two things coming together. Yes. To be only soul is to be so... Um, what is the word? When you spray perfume and then it goes everywhere. Dispersed. To be soul is to be... <laughs> goddamn. <clears throat> to be soul is to be so dispersed and massive. You fill up an entire space, but there's no way to give any of that magic to anyone because you don't have a voice. You don't have arms to move. That's why we come into the magician from the fool and we become this thing that learns how to use tools. And the two of cups, we become human and soul because humans are absolutely magical beings. I don't think we give humanity enough credit. We... The we, as much as we hurt and harm, and I mean, all one has to do is look at news or Twitter these days to see how awful things are. But humans have this ability to create heaven on earth. Compassion we can choose to give people, the places we can choose to put our money, the people we can choose to uplift and support. We create this human plus soul. And we can create heaven here, and that can create healing. And it doesn't just heal communities or friendships or people, but it can literally heal the earth we're on, going like even deep into climate change. Connected. Because everything is intertangled. (laughs) I'm like wrapping my arms. Really eloquent here, us. Yeah. So I think that's all I want to say on the Two of Cups right now. Do you have anything to add? I think that was a perfect introduction to this card I've never seen before. (laughs) (laughs) So can I tell you something that you have taught me today? Sure. Okay. So 
there are two goddamn houses in the back of this card. Your attention to detail is absolutely magnificent, and it is what makes you such an amazing songwriter, because you you see beyond. You see something in front of you, and you don't just look at the obvious thing. You go for the intricate, intimate detail in the background. There's meaning in everything, everybody. Yeah. Oh, good God. It's a heavy thing to carry around. But. A, there's houses everywhere. I see them everywhere. On no, the but, Olympic road we go. <laughs> off to Oz. Um, but you do it so well, and I think it's what makes you such a passionate, intimate songwriter, and it's the reason why all of your songs have these beautiful lyrics. Um, can you do me a favor? Sure. Can, <clears throat> you are recording a song tonight called... Cathedral. Can you give us what your favorite line from that song? Um, Because I feel like that song is a very Two of Cups type thing. um, My favorite line would have to be in the second verse, um, we'll cry in vain when there's nothing left here. Um, This song is basically written pretty much for the the dual relationship between religion and the earth, um, which is really bizarre that we pulled this card. Isn't that crazy Um, how tarot works? Yeah, like the song if and when anyone hears it, it's basically me playing into the religion aspect where we cry over buildings that burn down, but we don't cry over billions of animals literally perishing. And, you know, just we bat our eye to actual living things. But when history falls, it's like the end of the world and it's really pitiful and sad. And there's a couple of lines about crying in vain about things that really just don't matter. There's also a line that says we can rebuild a Lego house and we can feed faith to our doubt. But People like tarot readers and artists and painters and all these people that have connected to the divine know that, like, none of that stuff matters. It's really about relationships and keeping things alive and, you know, loving all of the time. So... God damn it, Robin April. God damn it. I love you so much. Can you plug yourself? Uh, Yeah. My Instagram is robinapril.music because Instagram won't let me have anything else. And then (laughs) my Twitter and Facebook is also robinaprilmusic. And you have songs on iTunes? I do. Robin April. Look her up. She's absolutely incredible and one of my favorite humans. Robin, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Isn't it fun? I learned a lot. Yeah. I did too. I love it. There's houses on this car. It's amazing. (laughs) Okay. Well, I will let you go because you have to record a song now. But thank you again for doing this and we'll have to have you back. Okay. I'll be here all the time. She'll never leave. Talking about Nick Jonas. Okay, bye. Bye. What about Robin April? I was so excited to have her on the podcast this week talking about the Two of Cups. It truly was a incredibly fun conversation. But as you all know, this is now the part of the podcast where I come out and teach you woodworking. It, it's the collective reading. I'm going to do that now. The card for this week is one that I have pulled in 80% of the readings I've done for myself for about a month and a half. This is the Knight of Swords. The energy we're going into this coming week is action and thought and intrinsic motivation, following the things that we feel called to do without question. I mean, I feel like every week I've all in all four of these episodes, I've been like, America's a shit show. And it's absolutely true. You know, this is... um, kind of a tumultuous time, I think, for everybody with impeachment trials and pop culture tragedies. We are reminded that life is life is short and tomorrows aren't guaranteed. So follow the things that you're passionate about. 
you know, you make big changes by following those things that you love. That is the collective reading this week. It's short and sweet, but I think it's a pretty poignant message from source there. Um, I really want to take just a second to brag on my wonderful husband. Uh, he was in the first episode of this podcast, and you all, if you heard that, are familiar with just how incredibly eloquent and kind he is. But also the theme song, uh, he wrote that. He dreamt that one night, woke up and re- recorded it and produced it. And it has become the dreamy anthem for this podcast. And I'm so incredibly in love with it. But something that you may not know that he does also is edit and kind of help produce this podcast. So um, one of the things that he does is every time I do something stupid like word vomit and then stutter into the mic, he takes those little things out so I don't sound so lame. Um, What that does do occasionally is give us teeny tiny little fun things to do in the studio. On that note, please enjoy uh, the new remixed and improved awaken tarot theme the 